working for God is not easy. I was out in my garden now and was thinking about what I read on Facebook. This is Monday and I am very, very busy on Mondays because I had I use uh, Sabbath uh, in the weekends, so I don't do so much work in my home uh, from Friday evening until um, Monday, and then I have much to do on Mondays. Uh, but uh, God's the work for God is the priority one. So if something is coming into my mind and it's important to tell you it's to that I need to do then. So I I stop my work in the garden and come in and this is uh, I think it's maybe 15, April 16, maybe, 2022. And I am in Sweden and my name is Eva Virginius. And today on Facebook uh, there was a man that uh, he post things that, uh, not the first post he did, but then it come post that was I know it that the target was me, but he, like he was talking to everyone. But uh, I see that the subject was from my podcast. So I check out where he, he lived and he lived in, he lived in Egypt. And uh, I have uh, visitors, listener from Egypt. So... And uh, I know when you listen at my uh, uh, at some episode, I know what episode you are uh, listen at. If you if you are one of those first that start to listen uh, uh, in the day. I can see day by day it's a statistic and then I I know where he listen this man and he is uh, in Kabbalah and you know I have talking about Kabbalah that I have been to Israel uh, and I have tried to find the the center for Kabbalah and it is in Tel Aviv and and Tel Aviv the devil have some some cities or some states he uh, he have his children in and very much of course they they spread all over uh, in every place on earth but there is some special special uh, loving places for the devil to be in and uh, that is 
One of the places is Tel Aviv in Israel. And uh, they, they are fighting with Jerusalem to be the capital city and be the where everyone, uh, every attention from the whole world will be. And Tel Aviv is this with the homosexual people, pride, pride uh, carnivals, uh, those sinful city is it, Tel Aviv. And uh, there is the uh, Kabbalah center and that is many, many centers, but one is Kabbalah center and uh, I was I was to Israel. I have been there three times and two times I have lived in Tel Aviv and in that though <coughs> those two times I wanted to find out where Kabbalah Center was and and enter in there to see what it is. And uh, I couldn't find it. And it's uh, it's very strange that I took a taxi for really nowhere Kabbalah Center was. So I had the address to Kabbalah Center and I told the taxi driver to to drive me to that address. And uh, and he showed me uh, here is your uh, the the place where you wanted me to drive you. He said to me. So I went out, but I could uh, still not find it. It was not there, even if it says on the internet. And I always, when I look at information on the internet, I always put in the search that it should be 2000. 22, for example, uh, if I look for something today. Uh, so I am sure that is not the old thing. So it, it was not the old address I had. And still I didn't find it. And uh, that is, have happened to me uh, some, sometimes. I have not found places. Or I have found places where that I didn't know I should find. Uh, so God can do this. He can take away and he can add to, to us things uh, and in his plan. And this is when uh, two times I've been in Israel and had, had not found it. Kabbalah Center, then I understood that God doesn't want me to go in into Kabbalah Center. You know, the, uh, I talk in, in my, yesterday, my, uh, about this with the demons, that we add it on us by ourselves by walking into these kind of places where God doesn't want us to be. And, uh, 
and we still want to do it because that's in our nature that we desire and we are curious and I was this that I was curious and to could talk to someone in the Kabbalah center of their belief so I know more about Kabbalah but I have been in internet classes for Kabbalah so I have learned some of this uh, tree that is uh, uh, like the center of Kabbalah is this uh, tree of life and uh, and I have been it was interesting and uh, I have said that before that that uh, that uh, all beliefs have some 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 uh, truth and uh, so I have done that earlier in my life when I was walking when I start to walk under God uh, I I uh, collect knowledge by going to different kind of beliefs and uh, they uh, man can tell me things but it's me to decide if I should believe it or not and they talking to me like their truth and uh, some I pick it up because that that seems reasonable that seems like it's correct information I get and those other was no I don't I can't believe that uh, so I have never been that in that way I was not in that way when I was a political person either I say that I can't believe 100% in everything you say then I am brainwashed if I don't have my own thinking my own experience of life to put in here and um, so uh, so that it was not for Kabbalah was not for me that God wanted me to to be uh, to get so much knowledge about a little knowledge but not deep knowledge and uh, uh, this man uh, was talking he was talking about uh, aliens and that was interesting because uh, I don't know who uh, who they are these aliens uh, it have not uh, coming into me the knowledge of them I only know they exist but I don't know who they are and uh, so I I I read it today about in the in the Kabbalah believe about aliens they they believe that alien exist but they they say that is Adam 
and this uh, fit in also in what I have been talking about my experience of spirits and aliens that they believe in Adam but not the human Adam not the the Adam uh, that was made of clay that was from the ground uh, on, on earth he was God was digging into to the earth and created man and he called him Adam and uh, so Kabbalah is thinking that Adam is is a spirit it's it's with um, it have not a body like uh, I have talking about the spirit have no body and it have no gender that's uh, Adam they are they are believing in and they, it seems right for me what they are saying uh, and they like they are they don't have any soul and uh, and that uh, is a little uh, fit in because it's like they are robots they don't understand that they hurt us but uh, but then in another way they they want to understand how we can have these emotional things how we can be born with with the the soul in us not the spirit but the soul soul is to to feel things emotional things and they don't have it so that's that's uh, is coming together the same th thinking uh, like i have experience of them and uh, so there is uh, some uh, religions and belief system that uh, have some of this uh, that I have understood from my experience of them. But, uh, then, he, but then he say that about prophets that they're like he, he wrote in another post he wrote that someone trying to play prophet that he was saying and that uh, that hurts a little when when I read uh, it, this kind of thing because he say that it was like be dead uh, be be like a judge to die because uh, he was thinking because I understood that he had been listen and have seen my post that I have written on Facebook so I understand that uh, that he has seen uh, read that I am a prophet from that God have picked me to be a, a prophet on earth in this generation today. It's not about past 
It have nothing with the future to do. I only hear from God. I hear from heaven. And I tell you what they are saying. And I tell you, I have told him over and over that it's not me that is talking. I'm not talking. I only tell you what they are saying to me and what I see. What I hear and what I see, I tell you these things. But of course, he's a, a man first, his man, and uh, they don't. Men, those proud men that think they know everything, uh, they don't believe that God is talking to a woman. So that's. That's the their biggest uh, obstacle, obstacles to understand that God is talking to us today in this generation, uh, and that is obstacle for them to to receive from God, and uh, I feel sorry for them, but it's not me, it's not me. I can only tell what God is telling us and those uh, hosts in heaven what they are telling us but I can't force anyone to believe that's up to each of you to decide if you want to believe or if you think that I play a prophet it's very strange. Uh, it's a little uh, like a joke for me. It's fun when he he wrote that uh, playing prophet. I don't know how it is to to play a prophet, and um, he don't know where I'm coming from, and uh, so. Uh, some of you have heard it before, but I have to tell once again how everything started. So that uh, for you that have not listened at those episodes where I talk about how it started, why God is talking to me and I am his prophet even as I am a woman. <laughs> uh, so uh, it was uh, year 2000. And uh, I was married to a man from United States. And uh, he, uh, he was bad in his body. He had, he was jumping on one leg he had a, a leg hanging but he had no bones in that leg and uh, as i am i'm i i was like that before god come and I, I wanted to help him to to walk again so i did much work to talk to the hospital about him and then they accepted him to to help me 
help him to get a leg. So he should, uh, and he got the leg and uh, could walk again. But uh, before, when they should do a surgery on him, uh, the doctors say that he, they have to be extra careful. This was year 2000. And the doctors say we have to be extra careful as he had HIV. And I didn't know that. He had not told me that. When, uh, If I had told me, I have never married him. I have never moved to Texas where I live, where I was married in Texas, and uh, and I be uh, really shaken up, and uh, then it started because I was weak, as I have talk told you about this that the devil is on when you are weak, and I was very weak because in that time, a uh, person that have HIV in that time he died he go in into AIDS and then he died and uh, and I was thinking that not I think I was not thinking about myself but I was thinking about my daughter that uh, my husband he had uh, taken care of her when she was bleeding when she was uh, had wounds, and he had sitting there and hug her in in front of the television, and they have been very close, she and he, and I was thinking that I have given my daughter HIV, I have killed my daughter. I was thinking like that, so. That make me weak, and I was not thinking about myself to be uh, be sick. I was thinking about my daughter that I have killed her, and then the devil was on me, and uh, I got some. Uh, uh, when it's coming from God, it's the vision dreams, and it's the same when the. The devil is doing. It was demons that come and hunted me uh, in dreams, and it was real. Uh, one, uh, one. Um, it was night, not night, but early morning before I wake up. Um, I was fighting with someone in a hood. And uh, the scary was, it was black inside the hood. And, and my defend as, as a woman, I didn't use the fist. I tried to scratch him in his face, scratch out what should, could be the eyes of, in him. I tried to scratch him, scratch him. And when I go in and with a hand inside the hood, it was empty. There was nothing in the hood. It was nothing to scratch. And uh, and I wake up and run out from my bedroom. 
and I, I saw outside there was a white white person standing there from heaven but uh, it was like this person this spirit couldn't come in and help me so it was very scary and uh, a time and I I I didn't know what to do because I didn't I didn't know knew God I I was not in a church or I have not been in a church uh, growing up and I was 48 years old uh, when this happened so um it it's going it was going so bad with all this hunting of the devil and my husband that still uh, laying in the hospital he he make the nurse the female nurse to go and get him pizza and uh, they uh, they buy him wine bottles so he could drink he he was a heavy drinker and he did drugs and uh, not uh, before we were married but after marriage he's showing his real face he's showing that he did these things and and it was terrible for me and so it's ended that I wanted to make a suicide I couldn't I couldn't live anymore I have killed my daughter I have a husband that do drugs drinking uh, have cheating on me with other women and very bad man and and giving me HIV I was not thinking about that but it was included in my weakness so of course uh, the the devil target me and make me think that I should do a suicide and I know how it is when you feel uh, that you want to make a suicide it's really crazy it's crazy because it's coming from demons uh, and the devil and uh, it's a chaos in in the brain you're not thinking like uh, normal thinking it's a it's really focused on uh, to make a suicide how to do it and uh, but uh, that evening when i should do a suicide my husband was in in texas in that time and uh, he and my daughter she was 15 years old and i uh, she and i was by ourselves in our home and uh, and it was uh, in the n night before she had had a dream that she was out from from our planet and she she told me that she saw our planet was burning and she was thinking that she should not could come back to our planet and 
and she was crying and she would never cry uh, but that morning she cried and I and she told me what she had dreamed about and um, and I was happy because I knew what it was without uh, knowing God I was happy because she had got this from God <laughs> it's very strange that I was thinking in that term that is spirit and godly things without knowing God before but it can be that that a higher priest that come in the night and show up like a picture and he sit and write in names in the book the book of life the, the names there I saw him before I was thinking to do a suicide and then uh, so uh, maybe he make me think in that way because he was close to me uh, he knew I should try to make a suicide or make a suicide it had been been uh, completed suicide uh, and uh, so uh, my daughter and I felt it was so much like wind inside our home but we had nothing we have closed windows and it but it was still wind around us and it was like like caress us uh, around our face uh, this uh, and my daughter felt it uh, so we say that uh, as we didn't know God we say that we we are going to see if we can talk to to those ghosts we thought it was ghosts and and my daughter go out on the internet and look what to do for to could talk with ghosts and uh, it was uh, like burning herbs and uh, so we had some olive oils we burn and uh, and walk i walk around in the in the home and spread it out uh, the smoke and then uh, we put on candles burning five candles with one candle in in the center and four on the side so the four corner that's our planet is the four corner and then in the middle was the center of everything and we we sit there and sit and waiting for something to happen we didn't know anything what should happen we have not been in these things and we were scared so we have all the lights on in our home so it was not dark at all and we sit and wait and it took so long time so i was thinking that this will not be anything Maybe we were sitting one hour, only sit still and wait. And uh, and just when I was thinking, 
there will not be anything. Uh, then I saw it's coming in the air. It's come a little girl. And she looked like an Indian girl, native American. Um, and then I said to my daughter, I see a, a, a girl like an Indian girl. But then I realized that's me, I said to my daughter. Because I had, when I was a child, I had almost black hair. And uh, and my mother braided my hair in two braids, and uh, on the side, on each side of my face, and uh, and my mother and my father, he always when he see me, he's he was singing, I want to have a little girl with bright hair. He was singing to me, like that. I say that to my daughter that he I sing for my daughter and when I sing my father come my my earthly father come that have passed away 30 years before uh, and uh, he He was asking me to forgive him for what he had done in my life. He asked me for forgiveness. And uh, and then it come, after him it come, come uh, five other spirits that ask for forgiveness for what they have done in my life. So I know that to forgive is very, very important because I know uh, today that uh, God in, in the heavenly court, they have said that to those people that come come back and talk to me. They have said that if, if uh, I, I, if Eva, the victim, if she can forgive you, we will forgive you. So it's so I help them into heaven. Or as I have said, I will not forgive them. They have never coming into heaven. And so it was critical for them. And they were very uh, sad in their voice when they talked to me. And I say, I forgive you. But it was mostly because it was so much love in in that air it felt uh, very warm and like uh, very much love and when they have walk uh, disappeared i didn't see any any body of them i only heard voices and um, and then suddenly there stood a man in the corner in in the room where we were sitting my daughter and I and he had white clothes on and a white beard and white hair and he was like a brownish skin on him uh, metallic skin 
like and um, he I didn't see any any uh, that he moved on him uh, with his mouth but he was telling me about my childhood he was talking to me about what I didn't uh, knew I I had erased that in my brain because it was so terrible it was so very evil things that have done to me uh, in my family where I was placed I was placed in the devil's uh, family uh, because to to know all these things to be strong and uh, and uh, then he disappeared when he had talked about my childhood and he healed me from the childhood in, in that way and uh, when he was left the room suddenly it come a voice in the air and I didn't know where it was coming from it's cool. it was only here and now like that it was known it's not coming from the left it's coming out from the right is coming out from right straight in my face the voice it was only there in it was very strange but it was like that uh, now and here and I am this and um, and he was talking about my future and I was thinking I will never ever could do that it was so very hard things to do and uh, I never can do that. I thought he he only was playing with me. Like it was not me he was talking about. But everything that he was telling me, all those things have I done today. It it seems so impossible. So. Uh, when uh, and he was talking about my daughter that uh, can't have an, any kids she have no no over she have no those pipes that take out, out eggs uh, she have she have a, a not a disease um I have forgot it uh, because uh, she have a syndrome uh, that uh, make make uh, those that have this syndrome be uh, like a dwarf, very short in their body, and then they don't can have any kids, and uh, and God was talking to me God Elohim was talking to me and he said that my daughter should be allowed to have to carry a child in her womb he said to me and when he said that 
I was laughing inside me and I was thinking it's very strange that I was thinking that this is not God that is talking to me because he should know that my daughter can't have a, a child she can't be pregnant uh, so I was thinking and I was laughing inside me not out so you so my daughter could hear that I was laughing and laugh inside me and God heard my laugh and he said to me that that's how Sarah was laughing when I told her and God he knew that I didn't know the Bible so he said uh, after some second he said and Abraham he was saying so I understood what he was talking about and uh, that was how he present himself that's how I know that this is this was the same God that was talking to Abraham and Sarah so and I know how he his voice because he was talking to me so every time God is coming and and talk to me I know that is he and and as I have lived in houses uh, in uh, growing up with the devil's family and uh, then on my way because I left Sweden and and I go back to United States and live there homeless and I was walking from morning till evening to find some solution on my problem to be homeless and I have no work permit and I, di I didn't have any money and uh, I didn't know what to do in the beginning was it very stressful uh, and I w had uh, a weapon on me a knife on my throat and I have a, a gun on on my head and people had tried to kill me I was kidnapped and closed in into house and all kind of bad things but there was always a solution on all of the problems there was something happened that made me could run away from those situations and in that way of all these problems I had in the United States to be homeless that make me understand there is a God I un understood it was a God when when my daughter was allowed to to carry a child in her womb uh, when we were to a professor from Finland that um, told me that she's going to help my daughter to could have a child in her womb <coughs> and when when I write 
the paper because my daughter was too young to give her give away her body and I had to sign a paper that I gave gave away my daughter's body to the science and uh, and the professor there she said that she she can't have a child she can't be pregnant with a child but she can carry a child in her womb and when she say that words then I understood that it was God that was talking to me uh, uh, because she say the same words like he say and how could he this voice know that I should come to this professor and that we should be allowed that my daughter should be allowed to to carry a child in her womb how could could he know that before it happened and that was only God that could know that and then he say he had talking to Sarah and Abraham then I know who it was and then what I say, I was in the devil's home and uh, I know how he, he is talking. He's talking very sweet. He's not talking harsh. He's, he do that when he uh, be like, when if you not do what he wants you to do, then he go really angry in his voice and uh, but if you do what he want you to do he is very mild in his voice he talking like hello talking like this you come here come here I will show you something this how he is sounding when God is sounding more like a military it's not uh, angry but is commanding voice is very powerful voice and uh, so I know and that's how it started I uh, was in the United States in 1260 days exactly uh, that's when I come back to Sweden from United States but I have to do those three and a half years that uh, says in the Bible many times and it's uh, amazing that I was exactly uh, 1260 days in the United States homeless it sounds not so much when you say 1260 days but three and a half years sounds more <laughs> so uh, that's how it started and I in my homeless and my very needy life in the United States in three and a half years I come to learn uh, I come to to know God and uh, 
then coming back to Sweden, uh, it's only be more and more educated uh, from God. And, uh, and then when God was telling me to do things, like uh, uh, I, I have not wanted to visit Israel three times, but God had told me to visit Israel, so I have done it. And when he, God said that I should go to Africa, I go there also without any money uh, and be there in three weeks with the most poor people in Africa. Uh, sometimes we have to eat grass to fill up the stomach so we were not hungry. And so, and we have no electricity or no water in Africa. But I did it because God said that I should go there. So God have told me to do things for him, to test people. It's uh, the whole time about to test people, how they will act the hand, how they will act on that situation. And, and it was like that uh, in the United States, uh, like in the Bible, they say, how, when did we see you hungry? When we, did we see you uh, without uh, clothes and like that? Because uh, I, uh, I was clean. I was taking a shower every day. And um, because I had a bed the whole time. It was only one night I didn't have a bed, but uh, all other nights I was laying in a bed and I could take a shower in the morning. And I did because as I have, I was walking from morning till evening, uh, I, I was very sweaty and I needed to take a shower to clean me up. So, and I... I find the clothes that was giving out to to homeless people, so I have nice clothes on me, so they don't didn't see me uh, be needy uh, in the churches where I was in all places I was to find a solution on my problem. Uh, it was not hunger and it was in, in the beginning was it hunger because I didn't know how to get food because I have never been homeless so I didn't know but God uh, teach me how to get food to eat and uh, but I, I, I didn't look and, uh, and I'd be sick I was sick of all the stress so I got uh, my psoriasis in that time when I come to the United States and didn't know how to feed myself, what to do. Uh, and uh, so my body be swollen up and I, and I, look, I didn't look like I was starving. So they, didn't, they couldn't see that I was needy. What, uh, what uh, wrong they did in this way.
uh, you can understand that they don't, didn't see me as uh, needy, but they didn't know me. And uh, I come in there, and uh, in those uh, cities I was to find something to eat. And those people that was working there for, for the churches, they knew most of those people, so they should have uh, wondering what I was doing there. And then also that God uh, make me be in uh, black churches. So I was the only white person in that church where I was going to ask for help. So in that way, why do a white woman walking into our church that is a black church? where it's only American, African-American people in this church and a white woman is coming. And that's how God wanted it to be, that I was so very different from those other people in the church, so they should be wondering, why are you in our church? There was one uh, pastor that asked me, why are you in my church? And I say that God, he wanted to take me out because this was a real slave church. It was uh, not a Pentecostal. It was uh, like uh, sl for those like a slave. And they have uh, black people all over the church. And they were singing slave songs. And uh, the pastor said that, why are you here? Why have you come into our church? And I say to him that God have told me to go to this church. God showed me this church. So I went in. And they accepted it. But he never asked more. Is this that uh, a big sin to ignore, to be not uh, interested of other people. Uh, it's, it's the whole time, what can you do for me? Is it the whole time? Is, uh, it is not, what can I do for you? It's always, and it's about money and it's about how you look like and uh, they saw that I was was poor that you can tell but I could have been look like I was have much money but it was in my belief already from the start to not look like a Christmas tree so I was modest in my clothes clean but modest so they didn't see any money in me, so they were not interested in me. And it was a, that I was white in a black church, so that was not of interest. They didn't want me to have, be there. But after a little while they, they liked me, but uh, I had to go 
because I have no home. I have to move where where I get somewhere to to sleep. <coughs> so this is how it started. Uh, why I I develop as I have done because I have done what I have obey God. I have done everything God have wanted me to do without question it or say saying I can't do it because I have the nice home before I left my husband. I have a, a nice nice job for the city to take care of computer system for the for the city and I have a husband and a nice home and I have kids uh, but I left everything even my my homeland I left I did everything for for God and I still do everything for God what is in his will it's not my will it's what what Jesus is saying to to forget yourself to uh, take away your uh, your wants it's not about your wants it's about God's will and I do it that's why I I go continue to develop my connection with heaven and God and that can't this man from Kabbalah he can't understand it because it's so big it's so special that uh, maybe I am the only one that God has taken to be set apart and be the voice for him in this generation because I believe there have been in every generation have God placed his prophet for, a, for all the generation to have a chance to come to know him so thank you now I'm going out in my garden again and <laughs> work God bless you thank you for listening